Hello, my loves. Welcome to your weekly forecast for November 6th to the 13th, 2022. I wanted to get this week's episode out early because last week's episode did not happen at all. It was one of the many things that was eclipsed out of my life over these last few weeks. It is the season. I know you know, but thank you for being here with me. I appreciate you and it's an honor to be in your earbuds and I hope that you are doing well wherever you are. So without further ado, let's get into it. This week, we finally conclude eclipse season and move into the last week of Scorpio season. So this Scorpio season has been a true deep dive. It's offered us a chance to witness some of the parts of us that may have just been dormant or easy to deny or brush aside, maybe certain fears or worries, and really look at those now. Scorpio season is where we get to reclaim our power by acknowledging all parts of us, not just the light, but the dark. The job of Scorpio in the Zodiac is to go through things fully and completely. Scorpio feels the full intensity of an emotion and comes out on the other side new. It cuts no corners. It does not run away from the haunted house without being sure that what it was so afraid of is actually not more powerful than it. Scorpio stares fear in the face until it's satisfied that it is able to do so. All of this is what makes Scorpio so powerful. That's what makes it the phoenix, which rises from the ashes of the past and into rebirth. Scorpio teaches us that there's enormous power in giving ourselves over to our true feelings, in trusting them and letting them move us. Death always comes in divine time and regeneration always follows. That's life. And that's what Scorpio teaches us. So during this season, we are doing this work of perhaps reckoning with certain fears, exploring shadows, peeling back layers. And it can feel like we are really in it right now. We're moving through the eclipse gateway as we move into this week. And this is a time of accelerated growth and learning and an influx of new energies with the waxing moon. So we're integrating at a rapid pace. And this is a lot. And it may just feel at this point like it's been annoying or like life is hard. But the work that we've been doing since the middle of October has been really transformative. I promise you, you will look back on this time and recognize it as a really meaningful one. So after this week, we can begin to see that. We can begin to get some perspective. So we're moving out of eclipse season on the 8th and things can start to make more sense at that point. I also like to remember that Sagittarius season always follows Scorpio season in the zodiacal wheel. So in Scorpio season, we are so deeply focused and things can feel really intense. We're like in the weeds. And then Sagittarius follows and our horizons broaden. Sagittarius rules the bigger picture and also optimism and hope. So there is a time, of course, for everything, right? But for now, 
we are still in it. We are in the weeds. So let's get into it, your horoscope for the week ahead. On the 8th, we have our total lunar eclipse in Taurus. It is exact at 6.02 a.m. ET, and it comes to us conjunct Uranus and square Saturn in Aquarius. So this is an electric opportunity for clarity and release in the Taurus house in our chart. Specifically, clarity on the work of the last six months since the solar eclipse in Taurus on April 30th. So the changes that started unfolding then in our Taurus house, in our life in general, around that first eclipse season are really clear to see at this point. The square to Saturn makes for extra awareness around this time of the boundaries and rules that we're up against and maybe have felt up against since 2020. But since this is a total lunar eclipse, a really high point for clarity, with Saturn at the bending of the nodes, we can perhaps have some understanding that we haven't had before around a money issue or a worth issue that's felt kind of heavy or dark or looming or just tough over the last three years. Things can start to feel really different. This is the last eclipse on the Taurus and Scorpio axis before the eclipses actually start next year in Aries and Libra in the spring of 2023. So we won't have another eclipse in Taurus until October next year when the nodes have switched signs. So this lunation could feel kind of final. It could feel like the work that we've been doing throughout this entire eclipse series, the work we've been doing since January, when the nodes switched signs into Taurus and Scorpio becomes real in some way. So after that, we are done with eclipse season officially. There's no more eclipses for the rest of the year until next year. And the moon begins to wane, bringing us the harvest of the season. We can really start to sift through the learnings of eclipse season and get perspective at this point. On November 10th, Mercury forms a square to Saturn and Venus trines Neptune. And so on one hand, we have this limiting thinking being highlighted, this sense of stuckness in our thinking, while we also have this smooth flow of energy between our fantasies and our desires or our values. We can know that today, spending time in the dream realm or the fa- our, our own fantasy world, if you like, can be more productive than holding ourselves accountable to just the old ways of meeting the needs of consensus reality. Sometimes dreaming and just exploring and playing can actually yield us more fruits than working hard. On November 11th, the sun forms a square to Saturn, and we can feel some pressure to perform or measure up to external standards in some way. This is not a day to expect too much by way of external accolades or validation, but to really support ourselves in feeling the fear and doing it anyway, and potentially show up in a way that we're being asked to show up and prove something to ourselves in a way. We have nothing to prove, but the tough love that comes through today could be really gratifying on a personal level. So we end the week on November 12th with Mercury forming a trine to Neptune. And this is a pretty magical day for creative work of any kind. Our minds and our dreams are in harmony here. So the details can kind of just 
fade into the distance and the part of us that needs proof that something will work can kind of just chill and we get to play today we can explore and enjoy creativity for creativity's sake often that's the way to make things that really capture a genius part of us so let go of the pressure toward the end of this week and just see where your curiosity takes you i invite you so now let's pull some cards for the week ahead and see what needs to come up for us during this richly alchemical time this powerful season of change and growth and what do we need to know for the week to come so we have the emperor the Nine of Swords, and the Six of Cups. There is no thought pattern, no matter how deeply rooted, that compromises our power, that can be bigger than our intention. Our intention is so powerful. The more that we root down into that sense of intentionality, choosing it, choosing us the more we can truly make some magic happen this week the emperor invites us to step into our power and if we are faced with scary possibilities scary thoughts or ideas this is a time to know that we have what it takes to show up and fix it whatever it is there's never going to be anything that can happen outside of us that we can't fix that we don't have it in us to deal with that's what scorpio season is all about scorpio knows that fear is an opportunity for empowerment an opportunity to step into our power and to be real and honest with ourselves about what we're feeling where it comes from why and to say i choose another way now i choose to be in my power i choose to recognize my agency even if it seems small at any given time there is some power that we have always and our power is always in the present so this week is inviting us to be present and to really think about the structures in your life that keep you feeling the way that you want to feel that keep you focused on what it is you want to focus on that keep you feeling like i got this don't underestimate those psychic boundaries mental boundaries are really really important this week because we could risk slipping into some thought spiral some rabbit hole in our thinking this week but know that in those moments you can choose to turn that day around you can choose to say you know what I'm not going to leak my power doing XYZ, thinking about spinning my wheels, doing whatever, thinking about turning in on myself and destructing. Like, that's not the move. Scorpio is so powerful. Scorpio season is a powerful time to do that work of mindfully engaging with our fears, to not let a thought spiral 
take us and feel powerless to it, but to just witness, to observe, like, what the fuck is happening here? To see ourselves in that moment and get perspective and say, like, what, what's, what's actually happening here? Where does this come from? Where does this fear come from? This worry come from? Where do I, why do I feel stuck in it? What's happening here? Where are my thoughts going? What assumptions am I making about myself, about the people around me, about my life? All of those imagined assumptions, you know, can be really defeating and draining or they can be empowering. With the Six of Cups, we have this receptivity coming through. At once, we have the Emperor so strong, so assertive, and so poised. And then we also have the Six of Cups, this receptive, you know, open, compassionate, gentle, sweet energy, nourishing, nourishment. When we nourish our soul, when we nourish our inner child, when we just take that part of us with us in our day, that's medicine. That's how we rut-proof our life. That's how we nine of swords-proof our nights. I think evening routines might be a helpful thing for some of us right now. morning routines, evening routines. Just remembering who you are. I really love seeing the emperor come up because this is about empowerment, you know. This is our time to step into our power. The universe is throwing all kinds of shit at us. It has been all last month and it's going to continue to for the next couple weeks and we got this we are the leaders of our life and we define success for ourselves. we define it nothing outside of us you know one more card here The Knight of Pentacles, routine is grounding, is orienting, is stabilizing. We don't need to change everything <laughs> right now. I think sometimes we can look at the astrology and get really freaked out when there's really big shit happening, like a total lunar eclipse in Taurus conjunct Uranus. That's big, really big astrology. And we can get all freaked out like, what am I supposed to do? What should I focus on? How can I work with this time? The Knight of Pentacles says, keep going and be intentional about every step that you take. Pour your focus and heart into each of your steps. Knight of Pentacles says, keep going. You know, blank space in your day. If you've been working too hard, Notice that. If you need to feel more motivated, notice that. We have a beautiful balance of energy coming in with these cards. 
We are not a workhorse. We are a boss. We deserve nourishment. We need nourishment. Or else we're just operating on autopilot, being machines. Not the emperor, not us. And we need to be really fucking mindful of the mental landscape that we're living in. Because that's where it all starts. That's where it all starts. We are each, in a way, the center of our own universe. We see through our own eyes. That we have to be responsible in who we're being. So I'm going to pull a Seasons of the Witch Samhain Oracle. Is, still is the season of the witch. What do we need to know? Elements. Remember to feel the warmth pulsing through her womb. You are a child of mother. True harmony awaits you. All right. So let's read the message for elements. Do you feel the heat of the fire, the dampness of water, the whip of the wind and the weight of the earth? Imagine being Mother Earth dealing with all of the elements. Somehow she manages to find harmony. The elements card represents harmony and the need to make room for all energies by allowing yourself to be present. For example, if you feel, if you feel sad, sit in the sadness and ask your sorrow what it needs to know. The same applies to different emotions that come up for you. You are being guided to find harmony despite the various storms blowing your way. There is a reason for every symbolic storm, every quake, and every fire, and every mudslide. You may not see the reasons behind these events. Nevertheless, these occurrences are happening so that you can release this energy, making way for healing to take place. Each season in your life must have time with you. You must allow the abundance and bountiful color of spring and the creativity and illumination of summer, but you must also allow the releasing and shedding of fall. Things must fall away once they've served their purpose. And don't forget the quiet hibernation of winter. Don't fight against your seasons. Flow with them, embracing each one for the gift offered. Yes. Don't fight with your season. It needs its time with you. And that's how to be fully alive, right? Thank you for listening, dear one. And I hope that you have a glorious week ahead. And until next time. Your complete guide to the astrology of 2023 is here, my loves. This 45-page printable guidebook is your go-to companion for 2023. Download it and get a comprehensive look at the defining themes and significant transits of 2023, transit breakdowns for each quarter, and personalized forecasts for each rising sign and journal prompts to guide you in setting your intentions for the year ahead. So grab your workbook and get started planning your year ahead at the link in the show notes. Mm -hmm.